You're listening to the Food Freedom Life Podcast. My name is Brittany Allison, and I spent six plus years stuck in diet binge cycles, hating my body, and envying others who seem to have it all because I never felt enough. What I discovered in my journey to food freedom and becoming a registered dietitian is this. You can either live your life at war with your mind or learn to work in sync with it. So if you're ready to learn how to be in tune with yourself and evolve your life, welcome to the show. Today on the show, we are going to work on a topic that you might be very familiar with, and that is secret eating. A lot of you do it. I used to do it a lot. And it's something that when you're dealing with it, you struggle in silence. Nobody talks about it. So I wanted to take this opportunity today to talk about it. We are going to define secret eating, why you might be doing it, and some steps that you can also take to work through it. When it comes to my history with secret eating, I did it with roommates. I did it with my partner. I did it at work. I did it at my parents' house. I I remember being at my parents' house and eagerly waiting for them to go to bed so that I could eat. I'd eat my roommate's food when they weren't there. I would eat in my car and I'd get rid of all the wrappers and the bags. Before I got to wherever I was going, I would get food and I would eat and hide it. I'd hide in the back at work when I worked as a server, hoping that nobody would see me eating. It all felt terrible and it all felt dishonest. And one of the worst parts about it is that it takes away the pleasure of eating food. Oftentimes I wasn't hungry. I mean, sometimes certainly I was, but eating all this food was about getting the pleasure. And partly it was about avoiding feelings too, especially at work. But for the most part, I just wanted good tasting food and I didn't want to see anybody else while I was eating it. And here's what you really need to know about secret eating. When you're eating delicious foods whose purpose is to bring you pleasure and you're feeling guilty or ashamed while you're eating it, you're not actually getting joy from it. You're not getting the pleasure you intended to get, which could lead into you eating more because you think that eating more will give you the pleasure that you didn't get and you're feeling guilty or ashamed and you want to avoid feeling that. But really, if you don't work on cleaning up the guilt and the shame, you still won't get pleasure from eating more because you'll still be feeling it as you're eating and it ruins the experience. Plus, if you eat to avoid the guilt and the shame, you'll also end up craving more of it after you'd finished. So eating more isn't really going to help anything and being secretive about your eating isn't either. It doesn't actually provide you with the pleasure that you want and need from the eating experience because you're mixing your pleasure with guilt and with shame. So first, let's just clarify what I mean when I talk about secret eating. Secret eating is eating when you have the intention to hide what you're eating or how much you're eating. So of course it's done alone. And when you do it, it feels like you have something to hide. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel relaxed. What it basically comes down to is you want to eat the food and you think that what you're eating or how much you're eating is bad or wrong or that you're wrong or bad for eating. You think that you shouldn't be eating it and you don't want people to know. So you're going to do this bad thing and you're going to be in secret, right? You don't want people to judge you. But here's the thing. You don't even know if people will judge you. They may not care. Likely they won't. They may not notice. They may have no opinion about what you're doing. And so all of that secretness might be for nothing. But maybe they do have judgment. Maybe they speak out loud about their judgment to you. Maybe they have some thoughts about what you're eating or how much. But this is only going to be a problem if you also have a judgment about it. And that is something that's really important to know. 
Many of you say that you secret eat most often when you're feeling sad or stressed or angry, overwhelmed, and that food is a way to deal with these negative emotions. For a lot of you, eating has nothing to do with the food itself. It's about what's going on in your head because maybe you're really focused on weight loss or you don't want to eat food in front of your kids or in front of your friends or your partner. And it gives you this little feeling of excitement, kind of like a thrill, but it's this thrill that doesn't really last. And I'm not going to lie, right? Eating on your own can be really enjoyable. It's nice with the peace and the quiet and it's like me time. But eating on your own, it becomes problematic. It kind of crosses that line. When you start eating less in front of others or not eating certain food in front of others and restricting yourself and then saving those foods or the amounts that you're restricting and eat them while you're alone. It's almost like you're saving up to eat on your own or when you feel like you can't eat in front of others and you end up doing it all in secret. So here we're going to take a look at the deeper mindset reasons why you might be eating in secret so that you can start to think about it a little more, take it apart so you can stop doing it in a way that doesn't feel good. Number one, the number one reason why you might be secret eating is because you feel like it's a reward. It's something that you tell yourself that you deserve and you want to focus on it and relish it and savor it. And maybe you do, but there is a critical point there. There's a line That enjoyment only extends as far as you are eating for your needs. When it starts to go beyond that because of the all or nothing mentality, as I'll talk about in the next reason, that's when the actual enjoyment of it is brief because it's this false pleasure. Because even when you think you're doing it for pleasure, you most likely don't feel great afterwards and you trick yourself into maybe thinking that it doesn't count, right? I'm doing this for myself and only I know about it from the outside world. I remember people used to say things to me like, I never see you eat this or that. And that can kind of feel like a high because you feel like people think that you have so much control and that feels good because we really put that on a pedestal when it comes to eating in our society. And part of this is also fueled by the idea that you think you're not allowed to eat certain things if you're a certain weight or if you're trying to lose weight and people know about that. You might be thinking, well, I'm overweight or I need to lose weight, so I don't want people to see me eating. People will think I shouldn't be doing this. People will judge me because I'm already overweight and I'm eating something that most people would consider quote unquote fattening. But by the way, even if you are larger or you feel like you need to lose weight, you still need to eat. And the guilt that you have and the fear of being judged, I mean, both of them are are real, but those feelings are so much coming from thoughts that are created by you. This idea that I'm being bad and that creates shame or guilt. Like you're not sure you deserve a treat while you still need to lose weight. People who are maybe in a bigger body or just people who feel like they need to lose weight, they feel like if I'm seen eating something like cake in front of other people, for example, they're gonna know why I'm the size I am versus if I'm eating a salad, They'll look at me and think, oh, but she's in a bigger body. There must be another reason why she's not been able to lose the weight. Maybe she's got a thyroid problem or some other health problem and they'll never know the truth. So it ruins your confidence in eating this treat in front of others and it makes you uncomfortable about what people think. So when you eat in secret and friends or family or your partner only see you eating very lightly, then they're sympathetic to you struggling with your weight. It kind of lets you off the hook not to have to be 
responsible for this behavior that you're engaging in. It's like you're not only tricking others, but you end up tricking yourself too. So you maybe go out for dinner and eat a modest amount. And when you get home and you're alone, you devour the leftovers or anything else that you can get your hands on. And this modest eating, it feels restrictive because of the intentions behind it, right? The amount doesn't feel like enough for you, even if your body may have had enough because you're telling yourself no, 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 rather than actually listening to your body. So you feel deprived and then you make up for that when you're alone. And that eating when you're alone feels like a reward for getting through that tough situation of restricting or even just getting through a tough uh, situation with your kids, your partner, or maybe at work. The second reason you might be secret eating is you're looking at foods as being good or bad or any variation of those words. So in front of people, you eat foods that you consider good, which means to you in your head, you're good. And when you eat alone, it's usually foods you consider bad, which makes you bad. It's this all or nothing mentality where you either eat anything you want or you're extremely careful and healthy. Either way, you're not at ease around food. And if you do stick to your plan, you struggle not to sabotage when you get home later. Because if you didn't feel bad or guilty for eating the chocolate or the ice cream, there's probably no reason why you'd want to hide it, right? Chances are, if you were eating carrots or celery, whoever you're hiding it from wouldn't have much to say about it. There are two extremes. Either you're good or you're bad. Either the food you're eating is good or bad and you care a lot about what others think of you, and you're trying to live up to some made-up, unrealistic high standard that you don't even really know people are thinking. It can also be a bit of not being honest with yourself and not paying attention. When you're eating, maybe you're eating fast. Maybe you're eating standing up at the counter. Maybe you're eating while you're driving or while you're cooking, and then you eat a whole other meal when you're done cooking. So you're not paying attention to what and how much you eat. So you don't really get the satisfaction that you're looking for. And so when you're alone, you're so satisfaction starved. It almost feels like you're desperate to get what you're not giving yourself in other places. And you might be thinking things like, I shouldn't need this. This is bad. This is forbidden. I can't have it. So I have to hide it. With that, We're going to work on dropping labels of good foods and bad foods because it's just not helping you at all. You might think that it's useful to label foods in that way, but it's not. Calling a food bad does not stop you from eating it. I mean, maybe sometimes on occasion, but not all of the time. And then when you do eat it because you like that food and you want to eat it, then you're bad for having eaten it. And now you did something bad. When there are no bad foods then you don't feel bad about eating any foods. You can enjoy them, accept your decision to eat them, you can move on, you feel confident in your decision to eat them because it's what you wanted to do. And there's nothing bad about it. It's it's simply not useful to label foods because it's going to work against you. The more neutral, the more factual, the better, because that's when guilt and shame can subside. You can eat as you please and no hiding is necessary when you feel okay about your eating decisions. Reason number three for secret eating and a lot of what I see behind this behavior, and we've alluded to this already, is that you really care what others think about you. So you present yourself and your eating is very confident and very careful. But in that carefulness, like I mentioned before, it's all or nothing. So even if you do eat carefully in front of others at home, you will make up for it. It's become a habit also of connecting both being good and letting loose, where the letting loose part is always done alone and one always follows the other. It's all about controlling people's perspectives. 
And the difference between doing some other potentially embarrassing behavior like dancing in front of other people and eating is that we are so much more strongly attached to our bodies. So propped up on this pedestal, we are so vulnerable to other people's thoughts, their feelings, their opinions, and we work really hard to control their opinions of us through our eating. So something that might might be worth looking into is what are the ways that this might show up in your life? If you're a secret eater, some things you might want to consider is, do you change your behavior when you eat in front of other people? Do you hide food when somebody walks in the room? Or do you eat more than expected and then feel ashamed? Do you hide wrappers? Do you eat in the bathroom or in your car? Do you order low calorie options on the menu and then eat something different later when you get home? Or do you eat leftovers while maybe you're cleaning up after hosting a party or after dinner? These are all ways that we secretly eat. We do this to avoid judgment. And at its core, that's really what this is about, you know, caring a lot about what other people think and making an effort to convince them that you're some kind of perfect being who eats flawlessly, whatever that even means. But the reality is we're not really being honest with ourselves when we interact with food in this way. And you're going to do it anyway, right? You know you're probably going to eat that food. If you're trying to impress other people, if you're trying to avoid comments from other people that you know, you're going to eat that food anyway. You're going to eat that food, so you may as well eat it in front of them. And I know that that's really easily said, and it does take practice. And it might even take some boundary setting with other people. Um, You know, if you're around somebody that maybe you're close to who constantly makes comments about what you're eating, that's up to you to decide to put a stop to that and stand up for yourself. But you don't have to go through life being afraid to eat in front of other people. Another reason that you might be secret eating is that it's more enjoyable to eat on your own than it is to eat with others. So you're thinking that you'll only enjoy this food if you're by yourself in bed watching TV. You'll, you convince yourself that sitting with others and eating that food is just not enjoyable, even though afterwards all you feel is shame when you do it on your own. There's an element of seeing other people as a distraction from pleasurable moments. So when you eat while watching TV or a movie or whatever, part of the habit is also having the entertainment alongside the food. These multiple sources of pleasure at the same time, and you know, you end up seeing humans as an obstacle or a hurdle between you and this pleasure point. You're trying to protect the pleasure. You don't want to dilute it. And so you eat away from others and you don't want to hear or feel somebody's judgment. And possibly you don't even want to hear your own judgment. So taking the food to a place or a time where you can be alone makes you think that you're having a secret must-deserve pleasure. And I just wonder in some cases if you're not getting enough pleasure from other parts of your life. So you need this or you want this and you're protecting it and it doesn't feel as good with other people around. And so that's a story that you end up telling yourself. But those are kind of the psychological barriers that we have to really break down and start to see that these habits are married. And here is my take on the situation. If this is happening to you, you likely want all the pleasure that food can give you. And being with others while you're eating is distracting you from that pleasure. But then you feel shame afterwards because you know this isn't how you want to ultimately eat or it's not how a normal or natural eater eats. The food, it's still the same food with the same degree of pleasure when you eat it alone and when you eat it with others. 
If people are highly distracting you, like your kids are needing your attention, for example, I mean, that can certainly take away some of the pleasure and I'd want to explore other strategies for that. But in general, if you're hiding your eating because just the presence of others makes it less enjoyable, you may have created a habit of believing that it's better when you can be totally focused on the food and you've linked it with cuddling up in bed or on the couch, which is comforting, and watching TV, which is entertaining. So you have the food surrounded by other sources of pleasure. But since you're doing it alone and secretly you know that's not what you really wanted to be doing, it also takes the pleasure away from it. What I really want you to remember with all of this is that everything you do comes from a feeling. And that feeling of needing to be secret or being ashamed, being embarrassed, being uncomfortable comes from what you're thinking. And so when you're secretly eating, you're doing that because you want to experience a particular feeling. So my question is, what are you getting out of it? What is the benefit to you? If you feel ashamed and embarrassed or disgusted, then understand that is also coming from your own judgmental thinking. You're judging yourself harshly and assuming that other people are too. If it's coming from a place of, I need to lose weight and so people will assume this is how I gained it, if I eat these foods in front of other people, then they're going to connect the two and assume this is why I am the way that I am. But you know what? Maybe the secret eating did contribute to you gaining weight and that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be neutral. It is what it is. It really is the lens that you associate it with. And maybe a better way of saying that too is labeling foods as bad makes you feel like you're being bad. And that's why you can't enjoy eating this food in front of other people because you're also judging yourself and assuming other people are judging you if you're eating these foods. And that's why, you know, you're overweight and you're lazy and out of control. These are all the judgments that we associate. And, you know, I'll also speak for myself too and say that I was really concerned that other people would label me and judge judge me and think that I was lazy or out of control and I didn't have self-discipline. And I really wanted people to think that I had self-discipline. What's another way to look at this habit? When you eat in secret, an indisputable fact is that you are eating food, right? Making it good or bad comes from thoughts that are judgmental about you. Eating is natural and you need to eat. You are the only one whose opinion of you and what you eat matters. It does not matter what other people think of how you eat because they also only see a blip. And so what this is really about is what you're thinking about what you're doing. That's why you're being secretive. It's not about other people. They can have all the judgments they want. But if you feel okay with what you're doing, then it doesn't matter who sees it. So you need to work on being okay with what you're doing, what you're choosing to eat. You need to work on dropping that guilt and shame and own your decision to eat what you're deciding to eat. So how could you retrain yourself so that you stop practicing this habit in the way that you are? Go back to the basics. If you are hungry, you will eat. And remember that you have to ask yourself that question to even know if you're hungry. And if you, you know, just want to eat something satisfying, that's okay too. You get to choose what to eat based on your own guidelines. And I want you to get used to eating by checking in with your hunger and what you need to satisfy you. Give yourself permission and eat as close to your needs as you can until you're comfortably satisfied. And then close the meal and engage in a different enjoyable task. And remember, if the urge comes up to eat in secret, just know that it's your habit. 
you can observe it coming up. You can feel the pull of it, but you don't have to act on it. Sit with the discomfort of not acting on it. Explore if it's truly hunger or if you need something else. I think it's also important when you're using that kind of self-talk or language that shames you for eating when you're alone to call yourself out and say, you know what? Speaking to myself this way is not a true form of self-care. It's not allowing me to get out of this eating experience what I need. And so I'm going to choose to not speak to myself in this way and give myself permission to eat both now and when I'm alone and in front of others. Even when you're out with others, do not hide your eating. If you are hungry, you can eat wherever you are, whoever you are with. Remember that what others think of you or anything else comes from their mind and their thinking and you have no control over that. And if they are judging you, so what? These are thoughts I want you to borrow and find one that resonates with you and try it out. Because how will those thoughts make you feel overall? Probably more determined and a little more confident about what you're doing. I would also encourage you to look at the emotion that is created when you're secretly eating and think about the story that you've attached to that emotion. So for example, does it create excitement for me to eat in secret because it was always exciting when I was a kid? Is that still true now? Or is that that just something that you've always done? Are there not other ways that you can find excitement in your life? And it might be exciting in the moment, but is it still exciting for you 10 minutes later when you're having regret that you've done it? And know that you can still find excitement in these foods if you eat them at the table or around other people. They're supposed to be exciting and fun. You don't have to do it in secret for it to be exciting. So that's just one example of an emotion. Start with what feeling does it give you? Does it give you relief when you're not eating in front of other people because you haven't got all this judgment? What else could you be doing to find that relief? Because if that's the thing that you are searching for, then you can get it without food. And with all of this, I'm also asking you to commit to being proud of yourself and get excited when you do any of these things even once. When you step into that brave space and challenge your negative thoughts about eating alone, if you eat something that you wouldn't normally in front of others, if you take time to explore other ways to achieve that emotion that you get from secret eating, if you deal with old thoughts that come up, um, you know, that say, say people would really disprove if they saw you eating what you wanted to eat. These are all wins and they are all steps forward to tackling this. But truly, just remember that people don't care. Even the ones who come across as caring, they care about themselves and they're misguided in their attempts to control what you're doing. Let them do them and you do you. Live your life and take care of you and be really patient with yourself as you work on this. The harshest critic is always going to be yourself. So I think it's an important question to ask yourself is what would help you feel more comfortable eating in front of others and really try to spend some time digging into that question and being open just to the idea of exploring eating exactly what you want as if you're in full view of others and just see what happens. All right, my friend, that is our episode for today. Thank you so much for choosing to be here with me. And that just really tells me that you care about yourself and you've not given up and you're going to find food freedom. If you would like to connect with me on a deeper level and work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I am currently accepting clients and the link to book a free discovery call so that we can casually meet and just chat is in the show notes. And one more thing before you go, if you liked the episode, be sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe. 
Thank you again. And I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your relationship with food and body image and help you move toward food freedom. Bye for now. Bye.